Welcome to The Gathering Place with Blessed Is She. I'm Jenna Gizar. And I'm Beth Davis. Pull up a chair and grab a drink. Or you could just keep doing what you're doing. Pull up a chair in your heart. (laughs) Come chat with us about Jesus, prayer, community, and life. So let's get started. Hey, friend. You smell like coffee today. Because I'm, I'm drinking coffee right now. That coffee looks delish. It's pretty good. Is it your same one? Yeah. Weird. It looks different. It's a triple. Yikes. I know. Beth on a triple. <laughs> we'll see what you put on Twitter today. What kind of gifts you come up with. Come on. Come on. Gift queen over here. Jenna Gee's our gift queen. Friend, what should we talk about today? I want to hear all about the Houston retreat with Michelle Benzinger. Well, you're going to be here a while then because it was amazing. And we should have just had Michelle Benzinger's episode be her talk at the Houston Wild Retreat. Totally. We should have Michelle Benzinger on every day. You're out, Beth. <laughs> uh, I mean, I understand. If you want Michelle Benzinger. It's, I just want Michelle, Heather, Sister Miriam, yeah. and Lisa Brennickmeyer. Just yeah. the four of them could take over the gathering place. First of all, they have a podcast. <laughs> Okay, back to the the retreat, the Houston wild retreat, (laughs) the Houston retreat was a dream come true. I'm not, I'm not being facetious. It was a balm to my heart. The team was incredible. I loved being with our chaplain, who's a dear friend. The women were so loving and open hearted and, you know, still being in this new role and kind of still trying to figure out how to balance everything that I'm like coordinating and also speaking this retreat is one that I feel like I was finally able to enter into more so than others. So it was a great blessing to me personally. But Michelle Benzinger, let me tell you a little something about her talk. Michelle gave a beautiful talk. It was so captivating the way she talked about the church, the way she talked about how the world needs our gifts and what we bring as women and as individuals. And she told this story about how when she was going through the adoption process, the paperwork asked her about her hobbies. (laughs) She's very funny. She said, you know, at the time, going to Trader Joe's by herself was a hobby. Right. Going to Target by herself was a hobby. And that really was the beginning of her discovering this thing that had always been in her, this creativity, but really allowing it to birth something new and something beautiful. So I love that. Hobbies is sort of a buzzword for me. It's one that makes me a little bit defensive. Mm. Yeah, I think in the past I've thought about hobbies, like guys have hobbies, you know, Mm. like guys are into sports, guys have like a thing, they're working on their car, whatever it is. But women, at least this is what I told myself, women have relationships, right? Or I would think about like my hobby is like, Jesus, (laughs) like growing in my faith. It's Jesus. I mean, a lot of women do have hobbies, sewing, making things. Yeah. Keep going. Design like Michelle. Totally. I was just not one of those women is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. I thought you were saying only men had hobbies, right? I was making myself feel better by thinking those things. Like I'm not an artist. I'm not a crafter. I'm not a dancer. I don't have a Mm -hmm. skill. So hence I don't have a hobby with you. Right. Mm -hmm. What am I good at? I'm good at prayer. So Jesus is my hobby and my whole life. (laughs) But it was interesting. Someone who had not been on the retreat, two people who had not been on the retreat in the next two days asked me about my hobbies. And I was like, huh, now I could have a nervous breakdown. I could get really defensive 
Or I could find a hobby. Like I could take this as a suggestion from the Holy Spirit to find something that brings me joy, something to learn, something to do. So I'm on a quest. A hobby quest. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on a quest to find a hobby. What about you? Do you have a hobby now? Did you have hobbies as kids? I am with you. I don't have hobbies. I mean, I started blogging. That was a hobby Mm. as an adult because I couldn't play volleyball anymore. And that's all I ever want to do is play volleyball. Yeah, so you were an athlete. I mean, you had a thing, right? Totally. Growing up. Right. All growing up, I had something to do. My parents, Mike and I were just talking about this the other day. They just really wanted to keep me busy, to keep me out of trouble. So I was always doing something. I was always in sports. I always had a job. I was like so busy, such a busy kid. I didn't get in trouble. So I guess it worked. I mean, I did kind of get in trouble, but it was just secretive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I did play a lot of sports. And then once I got married and had kids, then I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like I wanted to be doing something. I had never dreamed about being a mom and like loved that that dream was coming to life. So I didn't, I didn't find a lot of fulfillment in being a mom in terms of the material sense and like a spiritual sense. It gave me a lot of meaning in life anyway, but I still really wanted to be doing something. So then I started blogging. I started a blog with my friend who we'll have to have on the podcast one day because she's the greatest. The greatest. Yeah. So we just blogged about cloth diapers and life as moms. And we're both working moms. I was a respiratory therapist at the time. So yeah, then bless her, she started. And that was my hobby. And then it became my life in like a great sense. Right. And praise God that it did. So Jenna, are you in the market for a hobby now? Since your hobby has become your full-time work, how do you feel about hobbies looking at your life right now? Well, I'm the type of person who likes to always be doing something new. Mm. I'm not okay with things kind of being the same. I like change a lot. I like adventure. I like Yeah, it's like the challenge of it, huh? Totally. Yeah. So essential oils, that's a hobby. That's like super fun thing for me if I'm like, okay, bless her, she is overwhelming me right now. I'm going to go do something else. I'm like, let me go put on some oils and make an oil video. I know that sounds super silly, but it really is. I think your hobby, one of your hobbies, is like entrepreneurship. Yeah. You love learning about that and pushing yourself and watching videos and following mentors. and Yeah, totally. You know, it's like a different way of thinking, right? Like you teach me how to think all the time because you're always learning new things and pushing yourself and want to do something creative. And that's been a cool stretching for me. To think I can do new things. I can learn new things. Yeah. Yeah. So I truly believe all of us can grow. It's just a matter of not having a defeatist attitude before we even get out there. This thing, I can learn it. I can practice it. So what are you anticipating growing in, Beth? Okay. Where's your growth mindset headed? Yeah. Let me tell you something. So I hear you and I agree about growth mindset, about learning something new, about pushing yourself. But my journey in the past couple of weeks of trying to adopt a hobby has really been more about joy than skill. So I started thinking back and, and this was as all things, it's like someone mentioned something on a podcast. I read something in a book. So I'm kind of taking all of these little hints from the Holy spirit, like, okay, maybe try this thing. So I started thinking about what I loved as a kid and even what I still love as an adult (laughs) moving back to Phoenix is swimming and not like, 
racing. I was never on a swim team or anything like that. But like when my niece and nephews come over, we'll spend all day in the pool. It's my joy to just be in the water and basically pretend to be a mermaid. It's like I want to be a mermaid in my mind. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, right? So I decided to start swimming. I started going to my gym, started doing laps. And the first night I went to the gym, I was like really going for it. I got in the pool and it's like I suddenly became this Olympic competitive swimmer. I was so excited about it. I was going so hard trying to do all these strokes and I was enjoying it so much. And it was feeling a bit like a workout. I was really pushing myself. But as I got out of the pool, I just heard the Lord say to me, but did you enjoy it? And I realized the whole thing, it's not about exercise. It's not about even growing. It's not about honing a skill. It's, it's just for the joy of it. And so that's how I'm trying to look at swimming. That's what I'm loving about swimming. And you know what else has helped? Thanks to you, Nike Run Club. There's a coach on this app, a running coach. He's in your ear as you're running. He's my new best friend. In our case, walking. <laughs> Quote, unquote, running. <laughs> He's like, slow down. I'm like, I'm already walking, friend. <laughs> he is always talking about running relaxed, running for the joy of it, how you have to love it to want to do it. And so I think my hobbies right now are teaching me about joy. They're just giving me a break, you know? Like I don't have to go in and be the best and learn and grow and go hard. I can just go and do something that I like to do. There are still the benefits of endorphins, but I'm trying to to let myself off the hook and just enjoy them. I think that's what was nice for me. This is not sponsored by Nike Run Club, but it should be. Is the first time I did listen to Coach Bennett on the app is he said, who you are today is the athlete you are, like is the person you are. It doesn't matter who you used to be. It doesn't matter what will happen in the future. But today, right now, you pressing start as the person you are at this moment is good. And I want to celebrate that. And that was really encouraging to me going back to the growth mindset. Like I think I don't allow myself to get out there because I'm never going to be like, I'll never improve or that won't ever be joyful for me because of X, Y, Z, but instead going out there with not the mindset, like I'm going to grow in this area and I'm going to get better, but just like allowing myself to even experience that and not feel defeated before I even get out there, Mm. not feeling like there's a barrier out there. Like I can go out and be free and who I am today right now was amazing because I pressed start. So that's been really awesome to me. And I think he's great. I second that. Thank you, Coach Bennett and Nike Run Club. This episode is sponsored by... No, it's not. I wish. (laughs) I also love what he says on it, which is what you said, too. I want you to start slow. Mm. I want you to go easier than you think you should be going. He also says that when you end things. He's like, you should end it and think, oh, I could have gone harder because it'll make you go out again that joy you're talking about right. it didn't end with you like oh my gosh I'm physically dead it ended with that's that like step of joy and like I could have done more so I'm gonna go back and do it again mm. but starting slow has been huge for me to think about in all areas I don't need to be 100% the best 
at anything or I don't have to already have all of the skills to be good at this one area or like prayer. I don't have to know how to pray. I can just start slow. Like it can start slow and easy and it doesn't have to be 1000% right now. I'm not reading an entire book of Psalms. Like it's just, I can start slow and that will continue ending in joy and not like, Oh Lord, that took me like an hour. How am I going to do that every day? I'm never going to do that again. No, just start slow. Start easy. Walk away with a joyful heart. Does that make sense? Totally. This last weekend, I took a horseback riding lesson. It's something I've been wanting to do all year. It was just schedule and timing. And I don't know, but I had this image. I had this vision. It meant something to me in my heart, this sense of mastering something. And I always equated that in prayer to like riding a horse. And so I think I had this image of like getting on a horse and taking off, you know, Lots of Poldark images running, running through my head. People just like galloping across these cliffs with the ocean and like their coat or dress are like flying in the wind. And it's really cool. It's really beautiful. And so in my mind, that's what it means to like own something, to like have control and to be like... Powerful. Yeah, it is powerful to feel competent, to feel in control of something. So I, I took this horseback riding lesson And she told me if I were to actually take lessons, we would never get on the horse. We would start on the ground and learn about tacking up, which I had to Google. That means like when you get the horse ready, put the saddle on. (laughs) We would talk about safety. We would talk about uh, horses temperament and what to expect. And I'm like, wait a second. Are you saying that in this, my first horseback riding lesson, we're not actually going to be galloping on the cliffs? Because that's what I wanted. I mean, talk about starting slow. We, we like basically took a leisurely walk around the neighborhood. On your feet or on the horse? On the horse, on the horse. Well, that's amazing. A trail ride, if you will. But we were just in an equestrian neighborhood where they had these little paths. And it was interesting to like learn the horse and to get comfortable around horses. And I definitely learned things just through the conversation and learned things about myself. But... I would have liked on the first day to be galloping the same as in the pool. The first day I would have liked to do flip turns and the first day running, I would have loved to take off running, sprinting on the treadmill. But coach Bennett is telling me, start slow. Always start slow. You have to wake your body up to it. I think the same is true of our hearts. We have to wake up to this reality that we're loved, that God is real. We have to continue to practice that and start slow in all areas. And I love that you talked about prayer because there is a real wisdom to starting slow in prayer, starting little. My friend, Father Tim, who we had on the podcast, when he you know, gives counsel to people, especially when they're trying to grow in their prayer life or, or in confession, he'll say, if you go from zero to a daily rosary, mm. that feels very intimidating and overwhelming. So he said, why not start with a Hail Mary? Just one Hail Mary a day. Get that in place. Get a discipline of that Hail Mary. And then add on to it. Stack the habit. I think this is kind of a blurry line for me, right? Because I do desire to get better at these hobbies. Like I'm starting to swim. So I'm also starting to watch YouTube videos about how to improve your stroke. Thank you, Speedo International. But at the same time, I'm very conscious 
of wanting to enjoy it and not to feel like I'm a failure or it wasn't as good if I did fewer laps than I would have liked or if I take breaks more often than I want. So it's like a learning for me that I don't have to be perfect to enjoy something. I don't have to do it right and go hard in order to enjoy it. Literally every single time I press start on the Nike Run Club app, he goes, congratulations. I'm so proud of you that you press start. Like that's it. That's all we have to do is start. That's what the Lord's saying every single time we sit down in prayer. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah. I'm so happy to be talking to you right now that you started this day talking to me. I can, Im- I can imagine that yeah. that's what the Lord would be like. Yeah. Just like Coach Bennett telling me how proud he is that I press start. And not in like, I'm so proud of you. You're such a good kid. And like patting yeah. my head. Yeah. I'm so glad to be doing this with you. This episode is very quickly going to become all about Coach Bennett. But I just love that having somebody in my ear doing this thing with me is so encouraging. And not only for the words of affirmation and saying, you're here, celebrate that. But also on the app, he like asks you questions like, why did you want to run today? And I remember I told you the first time I ran with that app, ran slash walked (laughs) (laughs) with the app. I cried in the gym. It was such a relief to just be given the space to say what was in my heart. It was a beautiful moment that became a very prayerful experience for me. I relate so much of what he says to prayer. Totally. Like one time he was like, I just want you to smile. And so I started smiling on the treadmill. And he was like, I love that you're smiling right now. I was like, okay. Yeah, do you remember when he said, I want you to laugh? Like, I want your body, I want you to relax, I want you to loosen up. Like, Coach Bennett is teaching me about joy. Right. And I love it. I love it. So I'm not worried about how far I go. I'm not worrying about how fast I go. I'm experiencing it instead. I'm fully present to it instead of just pushing through and gritting my teeth and bearing it, you know? I think what I'm finding out is that hobbies are helping me to be fully alive. You know, I wasn't raised like in a sports house and it seems like people were prioritizing these things, but now I'm learning how much I can find out about myself and about the Lord and how many of those lessons that I'm learning in my hobby and in my time with the Lord, enjoying my hobby, are relating to my growth as a human person, my emotional growth, my sense of self-confidence, and they're contributing to my joy. And isn't the Lord in all of that? St. Benedict um, talks about this concept of holy leisure. And I, I love that. And I think my default when I have time and I'm like burned out, stressed out, is that I wanna zone out. I don't want to go and do something that requires a lot of mental energy because I'm like zapped or even physical energy because I'm just, I'm done. And so what do I do? What do I think lots of us do? We like look at our phones. We like turn to a screen. I just want to watch Netflix. I just want to like sit down and like not think. But there's very holy priest friend of mine who, when I would go to confession, was always telling me to do something for myself do something that really refreshes me. He's like, don't watch anything. Don't zone out. Do something that really brings you life. And that's what I'm discovering about hobbies. 
is that they bring me life and they're helping me to come to life in other areas. Yeah. I love that. I'm excited to hear more about your hobby as it grows and your joy grows. The problem with this episode is now everybody's going to be like, hey, how's swimming? How's running? And I'm going to be like, wow, haven't done that. You know, I'm in the process of just as a caveat. This is new. It's something I'm growing in. We're starting slow. Thanks, Jenna. Yeah. And that's okay. Sure is. All right, let's pray. Let's. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. God, I ask that you would stir up your Holy Spirit within us to breathe new life and new joy into us. I ask that your Holy Spirit would begin to reanimate some of those areas um, of our lives, some of those hobbies and interests that may have fallen away, may have died, and begin to bring them to our hearts and minds again. God, that we would begin to experience you um, in creative ways, in new ways, in joyful ways through them. And I pray that you would give us holy courage, God, to try something new, something that we've been intimidated by. Would you give us the grace of perseverance to keep trying to find you in it and to be patient with ourselves in the process. I thank you that you delight in our delight. So help us, God, to find joy again. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being here, Beth. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for gathering with us here on the Blessed Is She podcast. Send over all your questions using the Anchor app. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us at blessedishe.net slash community and join us on all your favorite social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I love Twitter. Until next time.